Welcome to the show guys. This is Athlete Maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. And of course, we do that through three episodes every single week. On today's episode guys, I want to talk to you a follow-up series on what we did last week on how to be humble as an athlete you know so a few months back on the podcast we looked our we asked the question should you be humble as an athlete then last week i talked about how to blend humility with confidence as an athlete so it's obviously overlapping because if you're talking about blending humility with confidence you know then you have to talk about how to be confident you also how to you also have to talk about how to be humble as an athlete so i want to take that part one today and maybe in a few weeks we'll look at the confidence part how can you as an athlete be humble and of course I, i've learned a lot of lessons because currently i'm reading the book legacy the story of the new zealand all blacks it was um cassie weaver that recommended that book to me and of course you guys remember when we had cassie on the podcast go back and listen to that episode athlete maestro.com forward slash podcast Type in Cassie Weaver, K-A-S-S-I-E. And of course, um, a name should pop up. Great episode. She recommended the book. And I'm currently reading it. And this is one of the key tenets, right, of the New Zealand All Blacks in terms of humility of the players that are on the team. So that's what I want to share with you today, guys. How can you be humble as an athlete? How to be humble as an athlete? And of course, uh, what you can start doing to ensure that you get to that point. This episode, guys, is brought to you by my free email course on how to build your mental toughness. How to build your mental toughness. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. Of course, if you're going to be humble as an athlete, the mental aspect is going to play a key role. So, of course, it's something that you want to get accustomed to and start yourself on that journey. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness when you've signed up for the free email course come back to this episode we are going to talk about how to be humble as an athlete welcome to athlete maestro a podcast tailored for athlete development improvement and peak performance and now here's your host Welcome back to the show, guys, and I hope you have signed up for that program. Of course, before you listen to this episode, because of the overlapping nature and there might have been some things, little things that I touched on in the previous episode. So episode 782 is where we ask the question, should you be humble as an athlete? Episode 782. So you want to go back and you want to listen to that one. Then, of course, last week, which, of course, is episode 845. That's where we talked about how to blend humility and confidence as an athlete. How can you blend humility and confidence as an athlete? So today is more or less like part three, so to speak, in terms of how to be humble as an athlete. And the first way, guys, so just first and foremost, before I go into the first way, when we're talking about humility, we're basically talking about to downplay the importance of oneself or one's achievements. To downplay the importance of one's self or and one's achievements. So all one's achievements. So you're going to see um, athletes, right? Whether it's the team sports, whether it's the individual sports, where it's always about them. It's not about the people that have helped them in the journey. 
It's not about the people that are surrounding them, right? It's always about them. They made it happen. They did this. They did that. But you see, when you look at the truly great athletes, whether they play individual sports, whether they play team sport, right? Yes, they acknowledge their role in them being successful, but they would always downplay the importance, right? Nobody's saying the role in general. They would always downplay the importance for the bigger picture, which is either the team or those who have contributed to them making it happen. So you hear them say things like, oh, I couldn't have done it without my team. In football as well, you see some players, they win the World Footballer of the Year, and they say, hey, I wouldn't have won this award if not for the team. For the individual guys, you know, they win World Championship medals, Olympic medals. They say, hey, I wouldn't have been able to do this without my physio, without my coach, uh, without my misu, without They name all those guys in the team. And of course, you see this in mixed martial arts as well, where after a fighter wins, right, he literally goes one after the other, acknowledging the members of the team that have made that possible. So that's the humility we're talking about. Downplaying one's success, oneself, right? Or accomplishment, downplaying the importance. Not eliminating the role completely, but downplaying the importance. The first way to be humble as an athlete, guys, is to acknowledge that you don't know. That's the first way to be humble. You see those athletes, right, who a coach says, um, this is what we are doing today, and there's a complaint, right? Why is the coach telling us to do this? Um, why is this what we're doing today? Why is it? There's always that complaint, right? Or there is a change, maybe in the tactics, maybe in the approach, you know, and they're like, that won't work. That's not going to cut it. We're not going to achieve any results with that. I can't do that because I've never done it before. They always act as though they know everything. They always act as though they have an answer for everything right there is nothing that they do not have an answer to right the first step to being humble guys is acknowledging first and foremost that i don't know i do not know and you would hear this as well with all the great athletes right they don't know everything so they're either deferring to their coach they're either deferring to a teammate they're either deferring to someone who has better knowledge and i always say this to you guys that look you cannot have third person perspective of your performances in sports it doesn't matter the sport that you play right the third person perspective of somebody watching what you're doing would always be key because they're at a vantage point where they see things differently so even if you believe that oh i don't play my sport this way i don't approach it this way i don't do this this way right all of those things you yourself cannot see until you watch video or tape, right? But you are watching it much later. The person who is watching is watching you live and direct in the moment. So there are certain things that they would be able to tell you about your performance that you would not be able to tell yourself, right? So that's why it's critically important that the first thing is that you don't know. And you see the athletes who acknowledge that they don't know are athletes who are open to learning right so you acknowledge you don't know you're open to reading you acknowledge you don't know you're open to researching right you're open to feedback people telling you things so this is where constructive criticism comes in hey you had a great performance but you weren't able to do this 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 you had an amazing performance but you weren't able to do this 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 you know 
constructive feedback it all comes from the athlete who is willing to acknowledge that they don't know that's the first step guys you have to acknowledge that you don't know i never thought about it this way oh wow that's a good perspective i would like to try that oh give me some time let me research on this particular thing that you have just said because i feel it might help my game that's number one guys number two thing is that you need to share your mistakes you need to share your mistake you see this is where the ego of the athlete comes in right yes we know that it's not pretty to make mistakes it's not um, nice to be the one that is the cause of something to the team or to your performance as well we, we, we know all of that but what happens in the instances where some of those things are not easily noticeable by others or some of those things have not been seen by others can you come up and come out openly and say hey guys i made a mistake right so now we're even talking about the things that the things that are not seen the things that are not clear right so maybe something happened behind the scenes where people didn't see and you know you can hold your hand up and say hey you know i made a mistake on that one i take the blame for that one right it's the same thing with the things that can be seen when you make a mistake right that maybe cost your team a win or maybe cost you yourself a win can you own up to that mistake or are you looking for people to blame right you see an athlete who has an ego is the athlete right who is quick to blame others but never themselves it's never their fault even when it's black and white like you know everybody can see that this was what happened this was what transpired right they're never going to take the blame for it it's never their fault in any way shape or form it's never their fault right and that's the funny angle because an athlete who is humble is an athlete who is quick to not just accept and acknowledge their mistakes they would even share it right as a learning point oh i made a mistake at this point or you know maybe when you're mentoring young athletes right you can be quick to say that you know i remember when i made this mistake that's a sign of an athlete who is humble so even in situations or in circumstances where you have not even been asked right nobody has even said anything as it relates to the purported mistake right nobody has said anything but you're quick to say hey hands up made a mistake take full responsibility or this is what you can learn from this mistake this is the advice i would have given you you know if i was in your shoes you see sharing your mistakes means that you are humble it means that you are willing like i said to downplay the importance of yourself so assuming that people who had put you on pedestals right that oh this guy is a great this is a great dad he has achieved this he has done that you know you're quick right to quickly say hey i'm not all that right I, I just need to to quickly pipe that down because i've made mistakes here 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 and here and these are the things that you can learn from it so that's number two guys sharing your mistakes is another way to be humble number three is that you practice gratitude it is that you practice gratitude you see if there's anything that i love about lebron james right it is his ability or his persistence in practicing an attitude of gratitude when he won his first championship ring same thing guys he said look i'm 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 lucky to be here i'm just grateful to be here i'm just a kid from akron ohio that's what he always says even when he won his first ring with the cleveland cavaliers which was his third when he won his first ring with the lakers which was his fourth same thing right 
I'm lucky to be here, right? I'm just a kid from Akron, Ohio. I didn't think I was going to do this. I didn't think I was going to achieve this much. Now, to have four rings, to have all of these things, to have all of that, right? Practicing an attitude of gratitude, guys, is how to be humble as an athlete. An athlete who has an ego, an athlete who is proud, an athlete who is not humble is an athlete who is not thankful for where they've got into. Am I saying you should be happy with mediocrity? Am I saying that you should be happy with not achieving certain things? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. The point I'm making clearly or what I'm trying to say is that at least you are grateful for things. They might not be new things, but at least you're grateful. You're grateful you have the opportunity to train. You're grateful you have kits, right, that you can use to play your sport. You're grateful that you're even playing your sport in the first place. You know, and this is one of the lessons that I also learned from Rafa Nadal. So when he was young and his uncle, of course, was his trainer for such a long time, one of the reasons why till today you will never see Rafael Nadal smash a racket on a tennis court was that when he did it as a young boy, his uncle was quick to correct him, uh, threaten him a little bit, right? And say, hey, do you know how many people in the world wish that they could have a racket to play tennis? You are here smashing your racket. It means that you're ungrateful. If you smash your racket again, I will never coach you again, right? And that was the last time he did that, right? Because he encouraged him. He said, you have to be grateful for where you find yourself. You have to be grateful for what you're doing. The ability to play tennis, having a racket, it's a privilege that you should be grateful for. So humble athletes are athletes who are grateful. Humble athletes are athletes who realize how far they've come, where they find themselves, the opportunities that they have been prevent- presented. So the question you should ask yourself is, when last was I even grateful that I had the ability to play my sport? Or is it has, has it always been complaining, complaining? Oh, I'm not on this team. Oh, I didn't join this club. Oh, I wasn't able to do this. Oh, I wasn't able to do that. Complaints every single time. When was the last time that you were just grateful? God, I thank you, right? For, for, for even just waking me up that I can go to training. For giving me boots to play. For giving me balls to play with. When was the last time you were actually grateful for where you are? So that's the number three way to be humble, all right? Practicing an attitude of gratitude for where you are, the opportunities that have been presented to you, and all of that. That's number three. Number four, guys, is focusing on the team and not you. You see, there are a lot of athletes. They are the epicenter of everything. Everything revolves around them. Everything must revolve around them. You know, I remember when um, Usain Bolt, right, when he broke the world record for the first time. So I think that was in Beijing in 2008, right? Smashed the world record, won the Olympic title. Two years later, in Berlin, I believe, broke the world record again, right? Gold, world championships, right? And there was an investigation, right, into why is it that Jamaican athletes are, you know, producing, Jamaica is producing all these fast athletes, right? And they said, hey, let's go there and see what it is they are doing. Maybe there's something special that is going on there, you know, some factory setting or something. Let's go there. Let's go see what's there. Right, they get there and they see this beat up facility in Kingston, right? And that's where all the national athletes train. There is no air condition in the training rooms, the, the, the track is patched up, like you know, you know, you know, the tracks are rubber, right? So when they've peeled and things like that, like nothing fancy, 
you know, and the journalist, he asked the Jamaican athletes, like, why do you guys train here? Like, you guys are superstars. Many of you have money now. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You can change this, right? They said, absolutely not. It's not even about us, right? We shouldn't be providing a comfort zone for ourselves. They were looking at the bigger picture, right? It was that type of facility that had gotten them to the stardom that they had gotten to. It would have been easy for someone like Usain Bolt to say, hey, I am now a mega superstar, right? I can't train here anymore. But he never made it about him. It was about the bigger picture, right? It was very easy for him to do that. Shelley and Fraser Price, all these people, when they go back to Jamaica, that's where they train. I'm not talking about when they train in the US and things like that. When they go back, that's where they train. That's where they work. They never make it about them, right? So in the same vein for you, you need to always ensure that it's always about the team and not you, even if you don't play a team sport, right? If you play an individual sport, you have a coach, you have a physio, you have a nutritionist, you have a doctor, you have, there's so many people that will still be around you. Make it about the team. And that's why when you see tennis players, for example, recently at Wimbledon, the French Open before that, Australian Open before that, when these athletes win, one of the first things they always do is to thank their team. You know, I thank this person who is my physio. I thank this person who does this for me. I thank that person who does this for me. I think they're always quick to thank all of those guys because it's about the team and not them. They know that they would never get to that point. And I shared this as well on my, uh, I think it was on my Instagram and Twitter, at Tola Glory, Ons Jabur, so the Tunisian tennis player. I shared about her that, look, the changing moment for her was when she began to surround herself with the right people. She built a team, right, where everybody knew their roles. Everybody was responsible for something. And that has propelled her to what? World number two, world number three. Got to the Wimbledon finals as well, right? Before she had the team, she wasn't going anywhere. She never made it about her. She made it about the team. That's number four. And the final one, guys, is seek multiple perspectives. Seek multiple perspectives. You see, an athlete who is humble... They don't think they know it all. So more or less like one to four, like I've said. But they go a step further and they seek different perspectives. What do you think about this? What's your opinion on this? I would like to hear your views on this. They don't say that they know it all. Or even if they say they don't know it all, you know, there are athletes whereby, you know, they say one thing, they do something else, right? So even if they don't say it out, they feel it inside that, hey, what do you guys know? But I'll say it out that, hey, I don't know it all, Right? So the point is for you, which is which is very key to you know this illustration, is that not only do you acknowledge that you don't know, you seek different perspective. You are asking coaches. You know, last week I shared with you Kevin Durant, right? He sees a coach, he's finding out how he can better his game. He's finding out how he can improve from that coach. That's not the coach that coaches him, but he wants to get their perspective. What do they think? How can he improve? How can he get better? He wants to hear from them so that that helps him on his journey. That is number five, guys. Seeking a different perspective. I'll run through it quickly, guys. Number one, acknowledge that you don't know. Number two, share your mistakes. Number three, practice gratitude. Number four, focus on the team, not you. And the final one, seek multiple perspectives. For the parents who are here, I just had, you know, something extra for you with your children. You see, praise positive examples. You see, some of the things that I've mentioned today. When you see your children do it, can you praise them for it? 
that was a great thing you did. That's a sign that you are a humble athlete, right? Praise them when they show positive example, when they do things. Praise them, you know, so don't don't gloss over it and just focus on, oh, they scored, they didn't score. No, praise them for that act. Hey, I saw that you owned up to that mistake. That's incredible. I saw that you were talking to your coach about something you didn't know. That's lovely. I saw that you were talking to your teammate, asking him about his perspective on something. That is amazing. So just for the parents, that is an extra one. Athlete Marshall, guys, head over to the website, check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. And of course, like I said, download that free email course, athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast, know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to start being humble i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day